Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. This is episode number 40, which is being recorded on Monday, February 3rd, 2020, from Citizen Square in downtown Fort Wayne. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Fort Wayne Animal Care and Control and how this department has greatly impacted the safety and well-being of animals and pets in our community. I'm happy to be joined today by Amy Jo Seitz, who is the Director of Animal Care and Control for better understanding of her department and their daily operations. Amy Jo, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Mayor, for having me. Well, Amy Jo, I've got a number of questions today, and uh, uh, I think that all of them are certainly relevant in today's environment where more and more people are taking comfort with animals. Uh, I know my sister is involved with uh, uh, with the uh, care of animals, and uh, she runs the, the local SPCA uh, prog- uh, area program, and uh, she tells me that uh, more and more people are adopting animals. So they think that says a lot about the citizens of Fort Wayne, but with that comes a tremendous amount of responsibility. So uh, I know a lot of people love animals, and they want to make their lives better. How can people uh, help the animals at the, at the shelter? Well, so we actually have um, around 10,000 animals that we take in yearly, and um, about 3,200 were actually adopted in 2019, which was a record breaker for us. So Mm -hmm. we were ecstatic. And honestly, the best thing that people can do if they're in the market to adopt, definitely adopt, don't shop. That's kind of the tagline (laughs) that goes along with that. And there's always quality animals, uh, not only at our shelter, but also our transfer partner, Mm -hmm. the Allen County SPCA. And... um, I think people just don't see that we not only take them in, but we make sure that they're properly vetted and behaviorally safe, and we put them back out into the community. Now, we actually had more than 950 animals go through our foster program. So let's say people aren't ready for that full-time commitment of a pet. They can actually just take one temporarily from us. We will be happy to supply them with everything they need, and um, they can get them ready for their forever home. Well, speaking of forever homes, I, I think people need to be acutely aware of how much responsibility there is in adopting uh, a dog or a cat or another type of, of animal. Uh, do you have any tips for pet owners? Absolutely. So a lot of people take for granted that, oh, well, my dog is well-behaved and my dog wouldn't leave my (laughs) side, but they also can't control the other dogs that are coming up on them. So let's take our trails. Yesterday was a gorgeous day out, and I actually took myself for a run and my dogs for a walk, and there were probably at least a good 50 animals out. (laughs) Thankfully, they were all properly leashed. I was very (laughs) ecstatic to see that. So keeping them on a leash, making sure that they're properly vetted, and what I mean by that is have a relationship with a local veterinarian make sure they're up to date on their vaccines let's say you give your dogs a lot of baths make sure they're microchipped and that information is current with us so we can always get them home because you'd be surprised how many dogs decide to take a stroll on their own (laughs) so let's get them microchipped and keep that information updated please 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 pick up after your pet no one wants to step in poo and it's not good for our sewer systems either so we supply bags at lots of our events and honestly those recycled bags that you get at the grocery store those are perfect just put one in your pocket take it with you and dispose of it properly now amy joe i I recall at the animal shelter uh, i was there some time ago and you actually have a 
pet park there, don't you? Is that still there? That is actually for our animals here at the shelter. Um, we um, have a pooch playground, and so that's kind of one of the exciting things that we just introduced in 2019. It's called Dogs Playing for Life. It is a new way for us to actually assess animals' behaviors so we can um, give that animal the proper home that it needs after we've seen how it interacts with not only other dogs but with people. So that's what we use that pooch playground for. Well, that's a nice segue into my next question. <laughs> I, I noticed that over the years, geez, uh, even back when Brenda was there, a lot of changes were pretty regularly taking mm -hmm. place at the shelter. Uh, what are some of the other programs that you have there that people might be interested in? Well, thankfully to um, not only the approval of city council, but also to all of our donors, we were actually to able to expand our medical facility. So we actually have a new remodeled triage facility as well as an advanced <coughs> necropsy area. Um, that's where we conduct all of our criminal investigations for animals that have suffered um, neglect or abuse. But in our triage center, we also have two surgery tables, and um, our veterinarian is able to actually perform more medical um, per, uh, treatments, if you will, because of that expanded area. So that has been huge. We also, like I mentioned, expanded our fostering program with 950 animals um, fostered. We have um, thankfully expanded our volunteer program. Over 13,000 hours were put in in one year last year from volunteers. And that's just with 200 active volunteers. So that's another way people can help as well. We also are utilizing social media more. We have a huge following, not only on um, Facebook, but also our Instagram page. And we um, are using that not only to promote adoptions, but also proper um, pet care, as well as our upcoming events. Our educational programs have taken off. We have summer camps now. <laughs> we also do a Read to the Animals program. So you name it, we do it. Read to the animals. Yeah. Kids can actually sign up to read to the, to the shelter animals that are available for adoption. It is so cute. They bring in their little books and they find an animal and they <laughs> sit with them and get to read books to them. It's amazing. Well, obviously, uh, you care about the animals. <clears throat> That, uh, uh, that you have shelter there, and we advocate um, adoption mm -hmm. where, where we can. Mm -hmm. But there are certainly some families out there who struggle uh, to keep their pets. Mm -hmm. uh, what program or programs do we have at the shelter that help them out? Sure, we've actually launched a pet assistance and rehoming service through the shelter. So even though our numbers are staying around 10,000 animals coming in, every year, we try to make sure that we can keep those pets in the home that they originated from as long as it's healthy and happy. But we understand that people come across hard times. So what if they're just missing some basic medical care and they need some help with some flea treatment? Let us guide you into the right direction so your home is not infested with fleas. What if you're having some behavioral issues? We can help you with that as well. So we're trying to be that resource center for the community so they can come to us first for help before they have to relinquish their pets. It is absolutely heart-wrenching to give up a family member and many people consider their pets family members. You touched on this a little bit, uh, and this is something that concerns me uh, uh, greatly, and that is uh, cruelty mm -hmm. and neglect cases. And mm -hmm. I know that uh, from time to time, we actually still come across uh, situations where animals are uh, taught to fight each other, mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, which again is, is cruelty beyond belief. But uh, 
you have been re- recently recognized for highlighting mm-hmm. those areas. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and why not only is it important, but what about this recognition? Sure, absolutely. So there is a direct link between human and animal violence, and studies have shown that um, many of the abuse cases for humans actually started with an animal. So we not only find that, unfortunately, children have victimized animals, but also adults do too. And what we'll see is that people start with the animals in the home as a way to threat or coerce individuals in the family to do what they need them to do or expect them to do. So when we come across, it could be as easy as an emaciation case. And what an emaciation case is, is basically people have chosen to not feed their pets. So they choose every day to walk by this animal that is giving you unconditional love and not feed them. We see it every single day. We also see the um, traumatic events such as blunt force trauma, or we've seen shootings, we've seen stabbings, and we've seen all of those tied to some level of aggression towards humans or as a way to threat or intimidate them. So what we chose to do is there's a lot of cases that we had that we didn't have any leads for. So just like Fort Wayne Police Department, they count on the citizens of Fort Wayne to say something when they see something. We are no different. And honestly, if you can start with the animal neglect and you see it and you say it, we could potentially avoid any future harm to humans if we catch it early enough. So that intervention really is critical. And I feel that why we highlighted it is because people didn't take it serious. They're like, oh, well, it's just an animal. You know what? It's not just an animal. It's a living creature. And once the animals have been abused, who are they going to go to next? Is it the kid? Is it the parent? Is it the spouse? So stop it now. See something, say something. Sounds like you're pretty passionate in this area. <laughs> That's good. That's yes, good. I am. That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, let's move on to something a little brighter. What about your goals for the upcoming year? Well, as you can tell, I am very passionate about my position and about what the shelter does, and I take it very seriously. I look back at all of our staff and I ask them, where next? What can we do next to make this not only the best agency possible as not not just adoptions or volunteer or um, our animal control, but as a community effort, what can we do? So we're actually looking to, uh, first and foremost, trying to work to streamline our adoption process for all of our off-site locations. If you didn't know, we are at all three Pet Supplies Plus in Fort Wayne. We have animals at Pet Smarts in Fort Wayne. We also do Glenbrook Mall every Saturday, but we need to streamline it. So how can we make it easier for someone to go, oh my gosh, I totally want that cat and I need to take it home right now. So we are working with technology to make it easier for people to take those home right away. We are also working on a responsible pet ownership program. So what that means is, let's say we have an individual that um, didn't properly care for their pet and they have now been charged in our traffic and misdemeanor court through our city ordinances. We are looking for a deferral program so they can do that versus just pay a fine. We want people to actually learn from their mistakes, just like the criminal justice system. We want them to learn and take something valid from it so they don't repeat the process. So that's something else that we're hoping to launch in 2020. We have identified that one of the number one reasons that people surrender their pets is because they don't have housing. So we want to look at what housing is in Fort Wayne that is willing to work with people that have pets and we can help them along. So identifying those. 
And the last thing we're working on is looking for veterinarians to go, you know what, we want that pet to stay in the home too. Maybe we could provide some lower cost um, opportunities for that, that person to get the medical care they need, but yet still allow them to keep their pet so they don't have to surrender it to the shelter. Wow. <laughs> a lot of information today. Uh, okay. Amy Joe, do you have a website where listeners can go to to learn more about the programs and you know, that you offer and how to care for the animals? Absolutely. Everything that I have mentioned today, you can find at www.fwacc.org. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, Facebook. Now, what about, uh, what about the address of mm-hmm. the animal uh, care and control yep. facility? You're out off of or on the corner of... Hillegas and Butler, 3020 Hillegas Road. That's Outboiler Television Station. So that's right. There we are. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you, Amy Jo, mm-hmm. uh, for giving us a great amount of information in a relatively short period of time, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I also want to thank you, uh, our listeners, for tuning in today. It is another great day in the city of Fort Wayne. Let's keep our momentum going. This is Mayor Tom Henry, and we'll see you again soon.